What's up, beautiful people? Welcome to A Fuzzer Productions Podcast, a place to engage in conversations that will help you to create a legacy, empower yourself and others, and most importantly, grow your empire. I'm your host, Miss Fuzzo in the building, aka Rope Fuzzo Mungwari, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. We will be talking about education during COVID-19 today, and I'm so excited to get into the juicy, juicy details with you guys. And first, things first let's just get the elephant out of the room happy new year happy 2021 to my people (laughs) we made it you guys i am so excited to be back back in i'm better i'm back in i'm better i'm back i'm back i'm back and i'm better okay so um Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm so excited to be here and having this amazing conversation with you guys, because if you've been doing online school, you will know that COVID-19 has made education a very interesting um, experience. It's had a lot of good things that it's brought with it, and it's definitely brought a lot of bad things with it, too. So I just wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about my experience with um, having education over this virtual space and how I'm feeling comparing it with how I've had education in the past. So I'll give you guys a little bit of a background of my education. I am in my final year of university at the moment. I am studying business administration and I'm doing a specialization in marketing and consumer culture. My major has definitely changed a lot over the years. When I first started my degree, I came in studying arts and science. Um, and then I think a halfway through my first year's semester, I decided I really enjoyed psychology and sociology. I loved the idea of learning how people thought and um, understanding the things that motivate them and also understanding the things that motivate them both on a like a psycho um, analytic point of view but also on a social um, environmental point of view so psychology and sociology really gave me um, that ability to do that it taught me how to do research and all of those things and I absolutely loved it so in my first and second year I was a psychology and sociology double major absolutely adored the course loved the professors everything was just like yummy lovely amazing um and then in my third year no second year uh I'd gone through some traumatic things and essentially my I had to wipe out my majority of my grades from second year and that will be a whole nother podcast for another day but I essentially uh decided I wanted to change my major in third year And did a complete 180 because I hadn't ever considered doing business studies. Um, And I just decided I wanted to do business studies, uh, well, business administration, uh, to be exact. And initially, I liked the idea of doing entrepreneurship as my major, because obviously, if you've been here before, you would know I'm very... Uh, I'm a strong believer in being an entrepreneur and doing your own things and being your own boss and um, creating opportunities, not just for yourself, but for other people. So I was really interested in kind of finding out what uh, entrepreneurship would look like for me um, as a venue um, and as a degree. And I absolutely loved it. I found out that I could end up 
uh, doing a, another specialization in marketing and consumer culture. The courses were very similar to my entrepreneurship one. So I was kind of just like toying around with the idea. And honestly, I would have, I won't change it for anything. I love my course. It's absolutely like just amazing. I'll do like a course review um, in April when I'm done with my degree by the grace of God. Um, But that's not what I'm talking about today. So essentially the first four years of my degree, because I've ended up taking five years to do my degree, uh, for let's say three and a half years of my degree, I have essentially done it in class. I think I've taken two online classes and absolutely hated it because they I'm the kind of person who learns better by being in a classroom. I remember what the professor was wearing when they were teaching a couple of the things or like I remember a joke that they said or an awkward pause that was there in the classroom or like a conversation I was having with somebody when the professor was mentioning something. So that's the way I learn and I really thrive in a classroom environment. I love participating That's just how I work. So transitioning into online school initially was a really big jump for me. I remember when we were finishing off the last semester in 2020, that was the winter semester. I think lockdown went uh, on just after, I remember it was after Black History Month, maybe towards the end of March. Um, And I remember we still had a couple of weeks before we were supposed to be closing. And that online situation was like pretty easy. Obviously, like your professors were trying to navigate the space and figure out how they were going to be delivering lectures and stuff like that. So I would say like the last semester of 2020, uh, the winter semester was actually not that bad. I kind of thought it was it was kind of cool. Obviously, there was like fumbling around with trying to figure out what technology was doing. But honestly, overall, it was fine. And then I decided I was going to do summer school because I was like, obviously, you know, I don't want to be working. It's a pandemic. Like, um, I want to be concentrating on my business and my craft. But in the meantime, why don't I just like take some courses and potentially like just remove a big chunk of this degree. And so I don't have to do another semester. So essentially, I decided to take both semesters over the summer. And when I tell you that summer school, the first half was the easiest thing I've ever done. You guys, it was so easy. Like, I remember... Uh, my friend and I were doing the same courses and would literally call each other and be like, girl, like, um, you know, let's do a homework together. Let's do assignments together. Not cheating. We were doing independent work, but we were studying together. Um, I have to preface that because people out here are moving mad um, and I don't need nobody saying I'm incriminating anybody here. Okay, we were doing independent work. We should all do independent work because at the end of the day, um, when you go into the workforce, you're not going to have your friend that you can copy off of. Okay, so let's just put that out there. Um, But. I remember just feeling like, oh my gosh, this is so easy. The first half of the summer semester was super, super easy. And then the next half was becoming difficult, not necessarily because the content was difficult, but because I think I was getting a little bit burnt out. Um, Emotionally and psychologically, that's when all the stuff with Black Lives Matter was going on. That's when um, Zimbabwean Lives Matter was happening. Um, It was just like a lot that was going on in the world all at once. And I think 
I was participating in the conversations around the events that were happening and not actually making the effort to take care of myself in the process. And so I think towards the end of the last half of the summer semester, I was really, really struggling with balancing school and extracurriculars and, you know, all these other engagements that I was doing on campus, off campus, like for my own business and all of these things. So I think I kind of was getting burnt out and you can see the way my grades kind of like slowly started fizzling and going down. We thank God I passed that semester, but I definitely know I could have gotten better grades if I'd just taken the time to really take care of myself. So... I knew that going into the fall semester, which is fall 2020, September 2020, that I really needed to focus on self-care and I really needed to focus on making sure I set good boundaries for myself. I told myself I'm not going to do any additional extracurricular activities. I'm not going to add any other things to my schedule that I don't need. I'm literally just going to do the bareminimum.com. So I picked one thing I would do. I got an amazing job as a peer support person at my university. So for me, that ticked off the box of like being at university and doing something for the university, but also it took the job, the job box. Um, And I kind of did like a, a couple of things here and there. I was still technically the vice president for the Trend International Students Association for a good chunk of the fall semester. Um, And then obviously helping with the transitioning going forward. Um, But essentially, the goal was to make sure that there was a balance there. There was a balance with boundaries. There was a balance with um, ensuring I wasn't overworking myself. And I would say like the fall semester really highlighted to me um, the importance of understanding like your mental health. Um, I realized a lot of things like I I started realizing I was getting like anxiety attacks and just like, okay, I'm going to give a trigger warning right now. I'm going to be talking about a lot of things that might be triggering to people with mental health issues. So if you feel like you are overwhelmed or you feel like you can relate and you need some assistance, I'm going to leave some links down in the information section um, of this podcast. If you want any help or assistance and working through it, um, just go right ahead. And if you feel like what I'm talking about is too much for you, please feel free to skip to the next part um, or leave temporarily and come back if you want to. Um, I just have to preface that because I know talking about mental health issues and talking about just mental and physical health can be triggering for some people. So I'm going to put that out there. But I started realizing that I was getting anxiety attacks last semester and it was really, really difficult for me because I'm a kind of person who likes high pressure environments. I I work very, very well under pressure. I enjoy working under pressure. And all of a sudden, I felt like I just wasn't stopping. My job was at my house. My uh, social life was at my house. My, uh, like, education was at my house. I didn't have boundaries in that way I felt like I constantly had to work I remember there was a time where we were literally having team meetings at like 11 and 12 at night and I would go to sleep feeling like oh my gosh I feel like I I'm not doing enough I'm not doing enough and you never rest when you're in that mindset and so I kept getting like 
these little bursts of anxiety. Um, and I'm so grateful to have friends who were there to support me, to have family that was there to support me, um, and even have the resources both on campus and off campus to have access to people who could support me um, when all of these things were happening. So, yeah, it was just, it, it was a lot. Let's just put it that way. Um, I think for me, virtual learning has been so much more um than just learning about education and like learning about my degree and business and marketing and branding and all of these things. It's it's I've learned the value of health um, and the value of um, boundary setting. And I keep mentioning boundaries because I think that was something that I'd never had to confront. That wasn't a conversation I ever had to have. Um, I'll, I'll give you guys like a little bit of a background. I come from a culture where boundaries are not something that some that really exists like that. Like when you have a family member, they can come to your house whenever they want. Like here, it's almost like you have to call somebody before you arrive at their house. No, when we're at home, some you'll just get home and you'll find somebody there. And there's nothing weird about that. It's not an invasion of privacy or anything like that. That's just what our culture. We are very like open people. We love other people. We love the communities around us. We love supporting each other. We have a very like open door policy to life. Um, and so that is very effective in an environment where, um, you can switch on and off essentially and have people come to your house and then they can leave and you can be by yourself and be at home and just be you. Unfortunately, what the virtual situation has done is that you don't have that like ability to just switch on and off. Like when I was on campus, I would go to school and go to classes on campus and go to work on campus and do clubs and groups on campus. And then when I would come home, I would have a distinctly different life to the one that I had when I was on campus. So when I was at home, it was self-care. My phone would be off. I'd read a book. I'd listen to music. I would paint. I will sew. I will watch some TV, like maybe have a couple of friends over, like that's it was very distinct there were parameters set like without realizing it they were parameters but when it came to virtual learning and changing everything to being virtual i realized that those parameters didn't exist anymore if you wanted to have a job if you wanted to be participating on campus and be engaging with people you had to be available 24 7 okay because like for example you're working with students who are in different time zones to your own so sometimes you'll get emails from students who are 11 hours difference from you. And so sometimes you're answering emails at three in the morning because they're urgent. Sometimes you're answering emails at seven in the morning because they're urgent. Sometimes you're answering emails at midnight. Sometimes you're answering emails at 10. And so you end up not having like set boundaries and you just end up just working, 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 and no play. 
And that really was beginning to affect the way that I lived my life. I loved that, you know, events were more accessible and I could attend more conferences and I could, you know, have, you know, connections with more people and do more things and expand my business in in so many different ways. But unfortunately, what was happening was then I wouldn't have time to just be. Time to just chill, time to just think, time to just like breathe. I wasn't setting up time for that. So for me, I think the big thing that I've learned with online classes and just turning everything virtually because of COVID was that I really value my alone time. I'm a very social being, but I need that alone time to be able to recuperate and be a great support for the people around me. If I don't have that time to just be me and just be alone and be able to breathe and be able to just like think, I cannot function at the capacity in which I aim to function at. So what I'm realizing now is that it's so important for me to be able to set boundaries. For example, uh, I've started saying like, I won't take work to my bedroom. I won't do work in my bedroom. I won't do work on my laptop in my bedroom. If I'm in my bedroom, I'm relaxing. I'm chilling. I'm just doing me. Um, if I want to do schoolwork, the two rooms that are designated for that, I have a table in my kitchen or I had a table in my kitchen and I had a table in my living room. And those are the only two places that I can do work. Um, and when it's time to chill, we close everything, we close the tabs and that's what it is. We're, we're relaxing. There's no, I'll do both chilling and I'll do both work and chilling. No. You pick one and you focus and concentrate on that. And when that's finished, you stop and you concentrate on the next thing. And so being able to even communicate those boundaries to an employee, an employer or being able to communicate those boundaries to teammates and workmates and classmates has been such a eye opening experience. And I think has been such an important growth experience for me um, because I'm learning how to articulate boundaries. Even in past relationships, the one thing that I've really struggled with doing was articulating boundaries. And so COVID has allowed me to learn how to do it. And to some degree, I'm grateful for it. Uh, but also it sucks that you even have to be in a place where you have to learn how to communicate your boundaries and have to teach people how to respect your boundaries. So, yeah, so that's a big thing that I have uh, learned from COVID. Um, another thing with online school that I would say I have started noticing is that you have to learn how to be more accommodative and patient with people. I'm realizing that a lot of professors and um students don't necessarily know how to use the technology and so if you go in guns blazing you won't learn anything um, and you'll be irritated all the time so what I'm learning now is that I just need to be patient and when it's an opportunity to teach somebody you teach them and you keep it moving it's not every moment that you need to be teaching somebody how to go in and out of zoom it's not every moment that you need to be teaching somebody like how to um, put something on silent I've really learned in the last couple of months that like 
it's okay for someone not to know and it's not your responsibility to fix it that's something I really struggled with at the beginning because I was just like I don't understand like why aren't you like being taught how to do this so now I've just decided that it's it's not by force you don't have to teach everybody it's not everybody that you have to teach and I'm even like generalizing that to every area of my life there are certain conversations that are important to have with people but sometimes there are some people who it's not even worth it like don't put yourself in that position where you have to be the person who's constantly teaching people no it's not by force talking about teaching people I have taught myself majority of this degree in the last year guys let me tell you something this degree has been a scam (laughs) I think it's only this semester where like professors are actually like teaching you, teaching you and maybe some of the classes that I had last semester. But the summer semester, y'all, no shade, no tea. Uh, okay, I'm just going to put it out there. But we was teaching ourselves for a lot of those classes. I have one class in particular. I'm not going to shade the professor. But I had one class in particular where our slides were, we had five slides a week. And they had like maybe four or five sentences. And then the lecture material were YouTube video links. YouTube video links, okay, that were maybe three or four minutes long, and then the rest was up to you. You had to go to the textbook, and you had to analyze the information, and essentially just teach yourself everything in third and fourth year classes. I'm just going to let that sink in because it's not like it's first year where you kind of have like a background information on the things that like, obviously, obviously, I have to say that it's definitely helped me to learn how to be an independent learner. I've definitely learned how to do research on my own. I've learned how to like seek out education on my own. And that's been amazing. But if I'm going to be paying 30, 40, 50,000 for a degree, y'all better teach me something. <laughs> I can't be buying $300 textbooks to teach myself my own education when I'm paying 30,000 for it. Come on, man. Um, I will say that this that this semester and for some of my professors from last semester, they were definitely a lot better than the summer semester. And I, like, I have to give the summer semester people grace because obviously they were also just trying to learn the technology and learn how to navigate this new online space. But y'all, every course that I did last semester, I think was like two grand. Two grand for me to teach myself this degree. Come on, somebody. Come on, man. You can't be doing that to people, man. Like, especially international students. Like, obviously, I'm not saying that, like, domestic students shouldn't be learning. Don't get me wrong. But if you're going to be paying, essentially, like, for the summer semester, you're paying up to, like, 10, 8, 9, 10 grand and you're not being taught anything and you're teaching yourself and you have to buy textbooks on top of that. No, man, I I, I genuinely think that there is an important conversation to be had about the tuition and the level of education that we're paying for um, and just how unfair that is. But that's a whole nother conversation for another day. So in conclusion... Um, because we are stretching towards the 20 minute mark. I just wanted to conclude by saying, honestly, I have learned so much from 
working and doing education online. There have been moments that I've absolutely hated it, and there are definitely habits that I have had to get, gain and get to be able to cope with doing online school, um, both good and bad, I'll be, if I'm honest with you guys. Um, but overall, I think the experience has definitely taught me a lot about being able to adapt to new situations. Um, It's taught me how to learn how to research on my own, how to teach myself, teach myself principles that I don't understand and things that I might not like to teach myself, like accounting and statistics and stuff like that. Um, I've learned how to be independent. And I think that's such an important lesson in entrepreneurship, being able to seek out your own research, being able to seek out your own knowledge and your own development and, you know, being able to invest in yourself um, and be independent in the sense of like you don't have another person being like making you be accountable by force. That's what this online situation has taught me. Um, It's also taught me a lot about the way that I like to learn um, and the boundaries and parameters that I have when it comes to learning um, and acquiring knowledge for myself. It's taught me a lot about accessibility and what um, access to education looks like, which is something that I'm always really passionate about. Um, You know, part of our motto here is to empower ourselves and others and grow our empire. And I think part of empowering people is giving them the resources to thrive in environments. Um, and so it's it's understanding what access looks like um, in, an, in a pandemic and in education during a pandemic has been really interesting to navigate. Um, And there have definitely been some great things that have come out of it in terms of like having access to more workshops and, you know, being able to communicate with your professors on like a like a deeper level, I think, um, and see them just as humans as well. I definitely think those are all qualities that I am really happy I've learned through this experience. There have been some bad things like. Um, I guess it's it's a bad thing that is a blessing in disguise that um, this year has definitely challenged my um, mental health, uh, specifically with anxiety and with depression. But I think that I am getting to a point where I found a tribe that really can support me and I can support them. But also I've found resources that can support me uh, before I get to a point where things cannot reach a point of return. So I'm so grateful for that. And I'm grateful for having this outlet and having this podcast where I can just come um, and essentially just talk about things that are on my mind and my lived experiences and other people's lived experiences. I think there's something very powerful about having your voice amplified in that way. Um, And even if it's just one person who listens to this podcast, um, it's one person who understands another person's lived experience in a different way and connects with another person on a deeper level. So I'm, I'm always grateful to be part of that. 
We have come to the end of today's podcast. But before I go, I have a question for all my lovely people out there. So whether you're working or you are going to school, I want to know what has been your experience navigating this new online environment that COVID has created for us? How has it been working or going to classes online? And has it changed for the better or for the worse? I want to have a conversation with you guys in the comment section of our Instagram post or our Facebook post, or if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, you can comment right underneath uh, what your experience has been navigating this new COVID experience of working and learning virtually. Having said that, thank you so much for listening to a Fuzzle Productions podcast. Please feel free to follow us on our various social media platforms at Fuzzle Productions. That is F A D Z O. P-R-O-D-U-C-T-I-O-N-S and you can check out our website for other content like our blog and our YouTube on www.fuzzlemediaproductions.com for more content and a bunch of the things that we'll be doing over Black History Month. I have been your host, Miss Fuzzle in the building, aka Ropa Fuzzle Mungwari. Now go out there and live your best life. See you next week. Bye!